Hello, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast for this week. Today, it's just Annette and I in this room talking about tips on starting a small business. Magical Learning has been running for over 24 years, and so they've got a few tips from not only what they've experienced, but what they've seen out in the workplace. Enjoy and have a magical week. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. Today, we're doing a slightly different one, and we're actually recording this straight after the previous podcast, so you'll notice we're wearing the same clothes if you watch the video, um, and if you're watching the video again. Uh, we're also in person, as you may notice, and it's just me and Danette today, uh, and we're going to be talking about tips for starting a business. Now, uh, I think we're both, you're over in Hawaii yes. when people will be listening to this. Correct. Uh, and so we're just going to be using this as a nice little quick yeah. podcast yeah. that people can jump in on. So I thought it could be fun to do one on tips for starting a business in the same way that the one last week was uh, Leadership 101, yeah. because I want I, we have a lot of really good things that people can get in and that are more specific, but yes. I thought as a general approach... Yeah. It could be good to have some that are just, I have no idea what to do. Where do I even start? Yep. So this one is for tips for starting a business. Um, and of course, Magical Learning has been running for 24 plus years. Yep. So it's it's definitely going and it's still pumping. And obviously, if you're listening to this, then obviously you're aware of that. Um, <laughs> but I thought, let's just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Um, tips for starting a business. My first question was, how do you know if you should start a business? Mm, good, good question. So... So part of it is thinking about, is what I'm interested in, so what I'm passionate about, is there a demand or a need out there for that particular thing? Because sometimes people go, oh, I love this, I'm going to do it. And then they find that they're the only one that loves it. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's not that they're the only one. It's just that they haven't found the tribe that's attracted to that. So they they create it and then they don't find that tribe. And so then they sort of shut up shop. And that's really sad. Um, but if they use that as a learning opportunity, then they often, second or third time, if they think about, oh, what could I do differently next time, can become successful. And a lot of business owners, their first business isn't always successful. It's just learning about how you do that. And I think part of it is you've got to be motivated to do it. So if your lifestyle at this stage is not right for that, so, so maybe you can only put in so many hours, it's thinking, well, is this just a part-time venture to start with and maybe I keep my job or you know, family raising or whatever it is that you're doing, but you don't try and make it massive straight up. Mm-hmm. I think some other things, just um, thinking about having enough money mm-hmm. so that you know if it's hard to sell in the first little while, you've got some, some funds there. I definitely think a bit of passion mm-hmm. about what it is you're doing, super important. Mm-hmm. And what else? Oh, the other one I wrote here is you need to be okay with rejection and failure because you're going to be asking people, you know, would you buy what I'm selling? And some people are going to go, nah, are you nuts? <laughs> and then you'll find some people like, oh, yeah, absolutely want that. So you've got to be okay. It's not, they're not being personal. It's just it doesn't work for them. Mm. So that's okay. And if you're going to be in it long term, you need to learn and grow and surround yourself with people who will go, yeah, give it a go. What's mm. the worst that can happen? Mm. Yeah. Mm, Good question, mm. Jess. Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, yeah, we've also been watching a bit of Gordon Ramsay's Hotel Hell as well, <laughs> which is part, part of what's prompted this because I think sometimes as well um, you can just have the idea that I maybe want to own a hotel yes. and and if you don't really know what you're doing, sometimes that can be a hard decision. But I think even what you're saying, if you have the funds to support yourself, if it doesn't work, you know, or just, you know, giving it... a a go and, and having passion is also important. But yes. as you're saying, continuing to learn as yes. well. 
yeah. is an important part of that to yes. help uh, help continuing. And I think also if you are starting a new business, you can even listen to our last podcast, Leadership yes. 101. That exactly. could be a good, helpful <laughs> one to if you're not sure what's going on and how to connect with your employees. Um, okay, let's jump to the next one. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, what are some mistakes that you have seen in businesses starting up? Okay, so one is that people listen to people who've never run a business before. Okay. So um, I've had a number of clients where they've delayed starting businesses because well-intentioned family members, loved ones, friends are like, oh, oh. And so they've gone, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. And so that's actually delayed them going into business. Mm. Or they've taken advice from them when they're going through business challenges and mm. it's like they've never experienced <laughs> that. So it's a bit like you've got a problem with your car and you go to your butcher to ask them how they can fix it. It's like that doesn't make sense. So be mindful of who you share your ideas with. Um, and, yes, it's important to have ones people that go, yeah, that's a great idea, but you also need some support about how do I put this in place. Um, what else did I put in? Mm. Oh, the other thing is when people start, they and I've had this happen with a couple of people, it's perfectly normal. They're like, Okay, I'm comfortable with this, so I'll do this, or but I'm not so comfortable ringing people up or emailing them about sales, so maybe I'll just rejig the, the logo or yeah. the website rather than actually thinking, What do I need to do if, particularly if it's a for profit yeah. business, what do I need to do to generate sales? And it's not going out and going, oh, hello, I don't know you, but here, you yeah. want to buy my thing. It's it's about finding your tribe, building a relationship, value adding to them, and then at some stage, if they're interested, they're going to come to you. But it's also staying in touch and nurturing them. Mm. And some people, that's like way scary. And th- another one I know that um, is a mistake is people, some people don't like people. And then they take over businesses like hotels and stuff like that where they don't like dealing with people. It's like, why would you do that to yourself? Um, So it doesn't mean you shouldn't start a business, Mm. but it absolutely means in those people-facing positions that you get someone else in to do that because it's not your strength. And yeah, that's that's perfectly Mm. okay. So part of that is people not understanding their strengths, not understanding that... Um, it's not like a nine to five job mm. most times when you're running a business, particularly when you're starting out because you often don't have a lot of dollars, dollar mm-hmm. resources. So you have to sort of do most things and hope that you do them well <laughs> enough to sort of move forward. Um, I think the other one is it's really helpful when you have a tribe around you that get what you're doing. So I think your network's really important and having some people who've been there before, who've done it, who you can seek advice from. And that, that could be a mentor. It could be a coach. Um, but people just going, oh, well, I'm, it's my way or the highway and absolutely it's going to work. And, you know, you could be really good in corporate because you've got a lot of support and stuff like that. And you may not always be as good running your own enterprise because you have been used to having lots of other people do things. And you may not be able to afford that mm. to start with as well. Mm. Um the other thing, two things from my perspective is a lot of people when we start out, we work hard, we don't work smart. So working smart is understanding what are the key elements that are going to make this business successful. And the other one I think is because we're working hard, we don't take breaks. And when we don't take breaks, the brain science is really clear. We start making poorer decisions. We get snappy if we've got team members. And we actually become quite dysfunctional. So 
it really is putting in place, you know, I'm going on holidays and, I, you know, we need to have good <laughs> systems to make that happen. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think um, there's a couple of things that interested me in, in what you're just talking about. I think some of it is, I guess, asking yourself how much of um, your business do you actually want to do as your business because you don't have to do everything. Correct. If you're, for example, a branding agency, you don't have to be the people that come up with the logos and stuff. You can just help come up with the essential branding elements yes. and then you can palm off the logos to a graphic designer if it's not something you want to do. Yep. There's always parts that you can, I guess, choose. You don't have to be like, I want to do everything yes. because that makes sense. You know, sometimes it can be easier to specialize, I think. Um, anyway, that, I yeah. think that was uh, that was great. Thanks. And, and that's actually just reminded me, um, a friend of ours, Sean Sewell, who runs a business mastermind, he talks about um, the $25 jobs. So when you first start out, you might have to do some of those things you don't mm. like doing. And as you earn a little bit of money, you should be looking at, okay, where do I value add? What do I enjoy? Mm. And keep doing those. And the stuff that other people are better at, you know, that you can pay someone to do it and it's a lower rate than you're getting, then mm. it makes sense to either delegate that if you've got mm -hmm. the team members or outsource, outsource it to others. So I think that's actually a really important point being made. Yeah. And I think also with that, um, with another point that you made with the working smarter, not harder, yeah. um, I had a job once when I was doing animation for someone and they basically gave me a time limit to yes. work within. And I realized that I'd only done about a third of the video by the end of that time limit. And I asked them what I should do. And they said, look, what you've done is all really good, but you could probably cut half of this out and it would still give this pretty much 80% of what we, yep. we needed. Now, like what you should do um, in this instance is really work out what can you do in the time frame and just try and work to that. You don't have to do 100% best thing ever, you yep. know, all the time. Sometimes simple can be better. It can be effective. You know, there's a lot of minimalist things. Yes. They don't take a lot of time, but they are also very effective. It doesn't have to be all the bells and whistles. You don't have to get every detail you know, yep, perfect. absolutely perfect, especially if there's a time pressure to it. It's okay to just work smart. And yes. then that allows you also to have time to edit what you've got, which gives you a better result at the end anyway. Yep. So Great. I definitely agree with that. Great um, advice. It was, it was a good lesson that yeah. I learned, you know. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, that is going to jump us straight into question number three, which is what are some good foundations to have when starting a business? Nice. So having a little bit of money behind you is a pretty good idea. <laughs> having a plan. So what is it that I'm hoping this mm -hmm. business is going to do? What does success look like? And that'll be different for every single person. So in that plan, you're identifying, you know, what is the product of the service? Who are our customers? You know, what do I need in terms of backup support, systems, things like that? Yeah, good businesses have good systems and processes in place and... Yeah, we're continuously improving them. They have, here's a plug for the, the last one, good leadership <laughs> and also good team members. So it's, it's putting the people who enjoy what you know they like doing in the roles that actually bring that out in people. So empowering people to do that. Constantly looking at how do I learn and grow, not only just in myself as a leader, as a team member, but also in understanding businesses, what, what's going on in the market around you. Um, so I'm constantly looking at a whole stack of different industries and going, okay, what do they do? How, how does that model that they're using work? Could that be applicable to our business? Mm. 
Um, and you know, one of the reasons our team has a strategic planning day every quarter is that it's bringing in the whole team to see what insights are out there that you know one person can't see at all. It's everyone in the team mm. sees it. So the strengths, the weaknesses, the achievements, the lessons we learned as well, all of that sort of information, the trends we're seeing, mm. all of that's really important to do. So having regular structures around things like meetings, planning, etc. Um, the other thing I think is really important is you have to be okay with being uncomfortable. You have to be okay with failing, doing things that feel really weird and you're not skilled at it initially mm. until you can afford to bring people in who can do that. Mm. One thing I'd say, and this is with my accountant hat on, but it's also as a business owner, a lot of people go, oh, I don't really like the numbers, so I'll give that to my accountant. And that's perfectly okay or your bookkeeper. But you need to understand your numbers because just looking at what's in your bank account doesn't tell you whether your business is successful or not, particularly initially. So learning how to read your financials, absolutely essential because then you can actually spot opportunities. And that for me is really important. Mm. I think um, another good foundation is booking in those holidays and taking time out of the business to think about the business. So that more strategic because it's so easy to get stuck in the doing mm. and not actually achieving because it's just yeah. Mm. And one of those really good foundations is you need to be talking to your your potential customers, your clients, and giving them value. So whether um, you know it's something like podcasts and sharing ideas, whether it's going out and having a coffee, um, a Zoom meeting, whatever it is, to to show because sales happen not through lots of kitschy type things it's actually through relationships so when we trust another person and we know them we're more way more likely to buy from that organization mm. or that individual so you know it's great if you want to redo your logo or your website but actually the best investment is to get out there and and find out what's concerns for your your clients your potential clients and then providing a whole stack of value around that not where you've got your hand out going give me money for that but actually just saying here i, I want to support you because i believe in what you do too mm. so there's some of the things i would think about when i think about <laughs> value um and business and good foundations sure i i guess i just want to touch on one point that was kind mm -hmm. of made there and this might be sort of a year or two into the business how do you know when it's time to um kind of change it up or add a new dimension to your business or something like that like maybe you're doing one thing yep. um and what what would be a, a sign that maybe there's a time this is an opportunity to do something add something to the business or mix something up with great great question so i think every business the environment we work in now changes all the time mm -hmm. so even when you're starting out i would say every quarter at least take that time to have a bit of time out of the business and go, okay, can we tweak this product or service? Is there something else that having talked to the clients, we were actually going, oh, that's interesting. They also continue to mention that. Mm -hmm. And again, just reading or watching what's going on outside your organisation to pick up those trends. And it's it can be as simple as I was doing a class yesterday and we were talking about strategic thinking and strategy mm -hmm. execution. And the homework for this group um, was to go and talk to a stakeholder and, and just find out what they see in terms of mm. the strategic priorities and stuff like that. And they were talking in this instance about e-commerce and they came back going, wow, that discussion with that one stakeholder who's in a completely different area, 
blew my mind. But now I've got a whole stack of new ideas. Cool. So making that time to go and have coffee, mm-hmm. etc., with different people, um, whether it's physical coffee or whether it's listening to a podcast or a book and just sparking new ideas mm. and being okay with the fact that they won't all be successful, but giving them a go anyway where yeah. you think it's it's got sort of legs. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, I guess uh, this has been a nice short one, which yes. I think is perfect, very digestible. Um, but I did want to get any final thoughts you've got for tips for starting a business. Yeah. So um, the big one, I think, is think about what do you want from the business? So why are we setting this up? Is this something I want for my lifetime? Is it like a two-year gig Mm -hmm. or is it part-time? Whatever it is. And the other thing is I read a really great book. We did a book review on this one, so we'll put the the link in it. It's called Undisruptible by Ian Whitworth. Um, I get nothing from this. I just, when I read the book, I was like, Man, he's, he's obviously had lots of experience and he asked some great questions and he provided some really good insights. So I think if you're thinking about starting a new business, mm-hmm. um, there is a whole stack of books that you can read or listen to. His one, I just went, oh, that's actually really insightful. There's cool. a whole stack of others. We can maybe put a few resources yeah. on the website. Um, and I think if you don't get it right first time, don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of people aren't successful first time. So don't give up just because it doesn't work first mm. time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Danette, thank you so much for being on. Uh, thank you for this slightly different one. If you thank are, you. That's all right. If you are listening to this, obviously you can come check out the video. It's a slightly different one. We're both in the same room, yep. uh, which is always nice. Um, but uh, until next time, have a magical week. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>